Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to be talking about Aljamain Sterling, who is coming off a win against TJ Dillashaw at UFC 280. And with this win, Aljamain has now successfully defended his bantamweight championship twice, which is honestly just amazing to see. Because when you consider the way he won that belt, many didn't think that he was going to hold on to it for very long. But now we're in 2022, and Aljamain still remains as the best bantamweight in the world. And this is during a time where the 135 pound division is at its best. It is one of the deepest divisions right now. And for Aljamain to sit on top of all of that is just very impressive. But of course, in classic Aljamain Sterling fashion, this was another win for him that was controversial because in the first minute of the fight, his opponent TJ Dillashaw had his shoulder pop out after a takedown from Aljamain. And for most of this fight, it was just TJ basically trying to survive as he had his shoulder popped out. And although I give him credit for staying in there and doing the best he can. Aljamain was just too good. He was bringing the fight down. He was doing his classic backpack tactic. And overall, TJ was having a tough time. So even though Aljamain got the ground and pound finish in round two, there was still so much controversy, especially after the fight when TJ said he was having shoulder problems going into this fight. It really downplayed Aljamain's win. And the sad part is that there are so many people who side with TJ. And because of that, they don't think it's it's a true win for Aljamain Sterling, which is crazy to see because at this point, every championship fight that Aljamain has been in, he's won it controversially. First, it was the illegal knee from Piotr Jan. And then in the rematch, although Aljamain did very good, it was a very close fight. And there's a good argument that Piotr should have been awarded with the decision that night. And now we come to this, a win which should have been one of the biggest of Aljamain's career as he was going up against one of the best bantamweights of all time. But because of TJ Dillashaw, injury, people are continuing with the narrative that Aljamain got lucky and because of it, he is still a paper champion. But I have to say, I completely disagree with that. The disqualification defeat to Piotr wasn't Aljamain's fault. The rematch was very impressive, especially when we consider the narrative going into that fight that Piotr was going to absolutely dominate Aljo. And this fight is just a prime example that injuries happen in this sport, and sometimes they happen during fights. I don't see many people complaining about Marlon Chido Vera's win against Sean O'Malley, where Sean injured his leg. I don't see many people complaining about Dustin Poirier's second win against Conor McGregor when Conor also had that leg injury. So why is it that Aljamain is getting all this criticism? And it's because a majority of people have set their narratives that they just don't like Aljamain. He is the enemy, the villain. So because of that, whatever controversial things happen in his fights, a lot of people are not going to side with him on it, which sucks to see because if you know me, I'm a huge Aljamain Sterling fan. I've been a fan of his during his come up. I was devastated during the times he lost fights because it seemed like he was finally getting to the top, but then he lost a fight and he went back down again. So when he finally got his shot at the title, I couldn't wait because I really wanted him to be the champion, not only to get that belt, but to also get the recognition that he deserved. Because Aljamain is an amazing fighter, and it's sad that all this dislike for him overshadows that. I was really hoping that once Aljamain did become the champion, he was going to be more appreciated. But unfortunately, that's not the case. And I feel like Aljamain 
Aljamain realizes that, and because of it, he plays into it more. And I think that's the right move. Upset people, because no matter how good you do, they're still going to hate you. Of course, there's the few who will support, but a majority of people simply won't. And instead of trying to change their minds, just dig deeper and prove them wrong. And I love that Aljamain has that mentality right now, and to be honest, I feel like it's a mentality that gets him going, gets him excited to perform well and be at his best. It really feels like this is the prime source of his motivation, and because of it, he is still the champion. And look, I didn't pick Aljamain to win this fight. This matchup against TJ was stylistically not favorable for him. But I'm happy that he proved me wrong. And to be honest, it would be great to see him continuing to prove many people wrong. But the question is, who is he going to do that against next? His third title defense at 135, which is something that has never been done in the UFC before. Aljamain could potentially make history in his next fight. And that's what blows my mind is that he came from someone who won the belt via disqualification and was looked past immediately by many. And now he's in this position where he is on the cusp of defending the 135 pound belt three times in the UFC. And even if you don't like Aljamain, you have to respect that. For all the shit that he's been taking and to be here as the champion today is a beautiful sight to see. And for this third title defense, it will be a huge one over a huge name if this matchup does come into fruition. And that's one between Aljamain Sterling and the former UFC flyweight and bantamweight champion, Henry Cejudo. Which means yes, Henry wants to come back. And the thing is, this is still a very tough fight for Aljamain. Because even though the last time Henry fought was in May of 2020, that's not very long if he makes his return sometime in 2023. And then when we also consider that he's an Olympic gold medalist in wrestling, and he's really good on the feet, as he's not only very technical, but also very strong, there are a lot of factors that pose as threats to Aljamain in this matchup. But at the same time, there's a big difference in momentum between the two. Henry hasn't fought in years while Aljamain is on a roll right now. He is in the prime of his career. And at 33 years old, I still think there is more in the gas tank for him. Which is why this matchup with Henry is very intriguing to me. It's really hard to say who would win that one. But as of right now, I'm not gonna lie, I side more towards Aljamain. Because he is the guy who thrives when the pressure is on him. When he's the underdog and people are looking past him. And in this matchup against Henry, I see that happening again especially with all the haters that Aljamain has. Plus, aside from the long layoff, who knows how this weight cut is going to affect Henry now at this point. This isn't a guy who just keeps himself in shape close to 135 at all times. He fluctuates in weight big time, especially after retiring. And these are huge things that could affect his performance, especially at this weight class. And that's why he was talking about wanting to fight at 145 instead, if he was to come back. So that there is a huge reason why I I favor Aljamain, but Henry's Olympic level wrestling, that's huge and we can't overlook that. And if this becomes a wrestling match between the two and Henry is still as skilled as he once was when he left the sport the first time, then it's not going to be a good night for Aljamain. But we'll talk about that if it happens and the closer we get to that fight. Of course, the other option is a fight with Sean O'Malley, who is also coming off a huge win at UFC 280. And because of it, he leapfrogged, I think it was the number 12 spot, all the way to number one at bantamweight. And I've said this before, this is a favorable matchup for Aljamain because although Sean will have the advantage on the feet and is the bigger fighter, I think Aljamain's wrestling, jiu-jitsu, and backpack game plan is going to be too much for him 
him in my opinion. Especially since Sean was having so much troubles with Piotr Jan's wrestling. So if I were Aljamain, I would be lobbying for this fight more than one with Henry Cejudo because as popular as Henry Cejudo is, I feel like Sean is even more popular at this point. And for Aljamain's third title defense, he deserves this one to be a big one. And if he proves people wrong again, especially against Sean O'Malley, who is not only a fan favorite, but is loved by the UFC, then what a beautiful sight to see if Aljamain comes out on top. But what do you think? Who should Aljamain Sterling fight next? And how much longer do you think he'll hold on to his belt for? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you on my next one.